What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Sober Plug Podcast, where we get you disconnected from addiction and plugged into recovery. I am your host, Connor Duffy. If you or a loved one needs help with addiction, you could reach out to me on my personal line. My number is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. If you're looking for a personal recovery coach, if you're looking for treatment or resource uh, options, whatever the case may be, you can give me a shout. So today, what I'm going to do is something a little different. And I'm actually kind of, uh, I'm, I'm excited about today's episode because it's uh, something I've never really done before. And and um, I'm going to read off three different quotes from this book that I've been reading. And I've been reading it very slowly, very carefully and just putting a lot of thought and meditating on a lot of the content of this book. And the book is called The Art of Living by Epictetus. Um, and it's really just a powerful book. It's very short. It's uh, just basically each chapter, if you want to call it that, like each page is basically just a quote. And it goes over in detail the importance of the quote and just kind of explains how you can apply it to your life and, and gives you examples. And it's a really powerful book. This, this book is based on uh, the philosophy of stoicism, which I've been really looking into a lot lately. And, uh, and I, and I, I've always enjoyed stoicism. I've always looked into stoicism in the past, but you know, lately I've really been diving back into it and I highly recommend you look into it as well. So I'm going to read off three different quotes that I think you guys will find beneficial and find value in. The first one I'm going to read off is this quote is know what you can control and what you can't. Happiness and freedom begin with a clear understanding of one principle. Some things are within our control and some things are not. It is only after you have faced up to this fundamental rule and to learn to distinguish between what you can and can't control that inner tranquility and outer effectiveness become possible. Within our control are our own opinions, aspirations, desires, and the things that repel us. These areas are quite rightly our concern because they are directly subject to our influence. We always have a choice about the contents and character of our inner lives. Outside our control, however, are such things as what kind of body we have, whether we're born into wealth or strike it rich, how we are regarded by others, and our status in society. We must remember that those things are externals and are therefore not our concern. Trying to control or to change what we can't only results in torment. Remember, the things within our power are naturally at our disposal, uh, disposal, free from any restraint or hindrance. But those things outside our power are weak, dependent, or determined by the whims and actions of others. Remember, too, that if you think that you have free reign over things that you are naturally beyond, that are naturally beyond your control, or if you attempt to adopt the affairs of others at your, as your own, your pursuits will be thwarted and you will become a frustrated, anxious, and fault-finding person. I, I love this. I love this quote here. I mean, know what you can control and what you can't. It's just so simple and it's so obvious and it's just the truth. Like, 
a lot of people's pain in life, I think, comes from trying to change others or change scenarios and situations that are are completely out of your control. And there's, I used to really struggle with trying to control and manipulate things that really took up so much energy and so much of my time that I was fighting the universe. I was fighting just the truth of what a certain situation was or how a person was and and it really comes down to not accepting things for how they are and you know this is one of the fundamental like it really is it's like one of the fundamental principles of happiness is accepting things for how they truly are and if you can't do that if you can't accept certain situations or people or you know how certain things are ran that are not within your grasp you're gonna have a really tough time because you're constantly fighting something that isn't up to you. And this is when we struggle, not just, not just like mentally, but emotionally, and spiritually, we're really up against it. When people have their own agenda, people are going to operate their own way. And we really suffer when we question why things the way that they are. Why did this person do that? Or why, can't this person change for me? Or why did this event happen to me? And it's those types of questions that really cause unnecessary, uh, unnecessary suffering. It, it really does. And a lot of times it's our perspective on the person or on the event that's really skewed. A lot of things play out perfectly just the way that it needs to. It's just that we haven't had enough time in order to, to see it play out how it, how it is supposed to and how the universe is working in, in our favor instead of working against us. A lot of times we, we think things are working against us when really it just hasn't been revealed to us yet. So I'm going to go on to the next quote here. And it kind of, kind of brings, kinda, I was kind of just talking about this a little bit. So this next quote is, events don't hurt us, but our views of them can. Things themselves don't hurt or hinder us, nor do other people. How we view these things is another matter. It is our attitudes and reactions that give us trouble. That's an important line right there. It is our attitudes and reactions that give us trouble. Therefore, even death is no big deal in and of itself. It is our notion of death, our idea that it is, a, that it is terrible that terrifies us. There are so many different ways to think about death. Scrutinize your notions about death and everything else. Are they really true? Are they doing you any good? Don't dread death or pain. Dread the fear of death or pain. We cannot choose our external circumstances, but we can always choose how we respond to them. So in Stoicism, they they talk a lot about uh, death and pondering your death in a positive way, not in a scary way, but thinking about how life is short. And so we need to really take advantage of our time and energy and not to be afraid of something that's not in our control, which of course is, is death. So, uh, you know, they talked a little bit about death here, but not something that I truly want to focus on. But, but the whole point is events don't hurt us, but our views of them can. Think about how many times things have played out in your life. And I was talking about this a, a little bit on, on the tail end of the last quote, that seemed like a real negative, that seemed like 
uh, an event or a situation that was just tremendously painful and you didn't understand why it was happening until maybe weeks later, you know, days later, weeks later, months or years later, when certain things became revealed to you or um, a certain situation, how one thing led to another and another, and you're able to connect the dots when you look back and you're like, holy shit, all of this really did happen for a reason. And in the moment, you're mentally tormented and you're going through some type of pain, whatever the case may be, whatever is going on, whatever it is that you're not accepting in that moment. But in reality, it's actually one of the best things that could have possibly ever happened to you because we grow from pain. We grow in life from events that we don't necessarily want to deal with, but have to deal with because that's when we adjust. That's when we get that strength. That's when we grow muscles that we never knew we had. And if without, without having that exposure to certain events that played out that we truly didn't want, but we needed. And that's the truth. A lot of times we don't want things to, to happen, but we need them to happen. And I kind of look at it like the only way I was going to get sober was if I hit true rock bottom. And, you know, for some people, rock bottom is death and they don't get that opportunity. And to be honest with you, I, I thought I was always going to be one of those individuals. I didn't really think sobriety was going to be in the cards for me. But with that said, certain things played out for me in my life. And I hit just such like I just hit such a wall and I was amazed at how bad my life had turned out that I couldn't even imagine going forward any longer using using drugs and I also couldn't imagine getting sober either so I was just stuck in this place where I I was I was very fearful very terrified of what the future held for me because I couldn't live the way I was currently living and I also didn't think that I could live uh, any other um under any other circumstances as well you know so I really felt like I was stuck between a rock and a hard place. And that is exactly what I needed in order for me to get sober. I did not know it at the time, but now looking back, you know, on, on April, April uh, 13th, 2013, excuse me. Yeah. The 13th was the last time that I used. Yeah. April 13th of 2013. That led me to, to me getting sober the next day, you know what I mean? And hitting that bottom and, really just getting to a place where I was just in so much pain that it, uh, it made me turn things around well before I thought I was ready to. And that's why I always tell people, you don't necessarily need to be ready to get sober, quote unquote. It's, it's more so about, you know, getting put into a position where we, where we can get sober and maybe the lights turn on if we're in the right environment, you know? So the next quote I want to bring you to, is happiness can only be found within. Freedom is the only worthy goal in life. What a, what an opening quote. What a, what an opening sentence. Shit. Freedom is the only worthy goal in life. That's just the truth, man. That's what we're all really looking for. But anyway, I'll continue reading. It is won by disregarding things that lie beyond our control. 
We cannot have a light heart if our minds are a woeful cauldron of fear and ambition. Do you wish to be invincible? Then don't enter into combat with what you have no real control over. Your happiness depends on three things, all of which are within your power, your will, your ideas concerning the events in which you are involved, and the use you make of your ideas. Authentic happiness is always independent of external conditions. Let me read that again. Authentic happiness is always independent of external conditions. Vigilantly practice indifference to external conditions. Your happiness can only be found within. How easily dazzled and deceived we are by eloquence, job title, degrees, high honors, fancy possessions, expensive clothing, or a suave demeanor. Yep, all that bullshit. That's not a part of the book. That was my ad there. <laughs> uh, don't, don't make the mistake of assuming that celebrities, public figures, political leaders, the wealthy, or people with great intellectual or artistic gifts are necessarily happy. To do so is to, is to be bewildered by appearances and will only make you doubt yourself. Remember, the real essence of good is found only within things under your own control. If you keep this in mind, you won't find yourself feeling falsely envious or forlorn, uh, forlorn pitifully comparing yourself and your accomplishments to others. Stop aspiring to be anyone other than your own best self, for that does fall within your control. I fucking love that whole thing right there. I mean, that is like... You know, even from the opening line, man, like the freedom is the only worthy goal in life. That is just the truth. That is what we're all looking for. That is what we are after. And that's a part of what I teach in my coaching. It's about because it's we, the only way we could be free. The only way that we could truly be free in this life is becoming our best selves. Because if we if we're not, if we're not optimizing all areas of our life and becoming our best self, we know deep down that we are leaving our potential. We're leaving things on the table. And that we can't possibly, you know, uh, uh, navigate through this life the way that we want to and be free from our own thoughts, be free from these BS desires. If you notice, when you're living in desire, really what's going on is you're upset about certain areas of your life that you're not doing well in. That's really what's going on underneath the surface. You're in some type of pain. You're in some type of fear, some type of something is is a is a pain to you. And that's what I mean when I say certain areas of your life are not where you expect them to be. This is like the root of addiction right here. We're in all we're all in some type of pain. And a lot of times we're just not even conscious of it. We're like, well, you know, I didn't have a bad childhood or people will be like, well, you know, they'll, they'll come up with all these reasons why they're not in pain. And it's like, bro, like there's a reasons, there's reasons why you gravitate towards external vices that are not healthy for us, but make you feel good in, in, internally. You're looking for an internal solution, but you're using an external vice and that will never work. It doesn't ever work. So happiness can only be found within, you know, there's a part here that I really liked. I mean, I like this whole, this whole page here, but, um, you know, it, essentially what it talked about. Yeah. Right here. Authentic happiness is always independent 
of external conditions. I mean, that is just the fucking truth. Like the, the, it comes from being free. It comes from being really content with how your life is, how you're playing, how your life is playing out your perspective on life. And it doesn't need to come in the form of a million dollars. You know what I mean? Like give an unhappy person a million dollars and, and, and watch how quickly they destroy their life. You know, people think that money is going to make you happy and, and it can definitely solve some problems. And trust me, I mean, I have massive financial, financial ambitions and aspirations and, and I will get them. And, you know, but I'm not under any, you know, I'm not under any uh, illusions here that that's what's going to create my happiness. It's the journey. It's the process that I'm in right now that I fucking love. Like, I love helping people. I love making content. I love, you know, my process of, of going to the gym every day, reading books, trying to just, you know, help, help the world in my own little way, you know, in my own niche, in my own field of expertise. That's what I, that's what I like. That's what I enjoy. And, you know, when I think back to when I was working in the union and, you know, man, I, I could just, you know, I go back, I was, I was, that was true slavery. You know what I mean? And I'm not talking about the workload. I'm talking about where I was mentally and being in a, in a job that I hated. Um, I wasn't in physical good shape at all. I was in really bad shape and I was in massive debt from gambling and, you know, and I was sober at this point. I was like five years sober and, and really what I was, was dry, you know, and my life was not looking good at that point. And it, and I was like a slave to my own mind. I was not free. And every area of my life, I, I really was suffering in. And it got, again, you know, I hit, I hit rock bottom in recovery, in sobriety, where I was like, enough is enough. I got to change that. Like my life cannot play out this way. I will not stand for this because there's got to be more. And I think a lot of people feel like that in life. And that's what I want to give a message, give a message to people. It's like sobriety is only going to take you so far. You know, really what we're after here is self mastery. We're really looking to, to master self and to acquire that peace of mind and to acquire that freedom to do things in life that we, that we truly enjoy and that we're put on this earth to give to others, you know, but when we just get comfortable and fall to these negative vices in life, whether it be drugs, alcohol, uh, you know, meaningless sex or porn and overeating and not taking care of ourselves and pointless entertainment. Like, listen, there's, there's room for, for pointless entertainment and things like that. But if we're trying to, if we're doing that on a daily basis and we're trying to really what it becomes is escaping our life. We're escaping the pain that's in our life. That's when we're usually trying to escape from our, uh, you, you know, you get home from work and you kick your feet up on the couch and, you know, you, you put on your favorite TV show or you scroll mindlessly on social media all day. And it's to escape like, it's to find relief in the shit that we're not fulfilled in, in life. 
And, um, you know, what I'm trying to convey to everybody is we can all be free. We really can. But it starts with the work. There's no there's no way around it. We have to focus on certain areas of our life that we've been neglecting for a little while. And usually you'd be surprised by how much really can change in a short amount of time. It doesn't need to take you forever to to get to where you want to go, but we all have to start somewhere. It all starts with a decision. It really does. We all have to we have to cut off all other options. We need to make the decision and move forward and go in the right direction. You know, so that's what I got for today. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this. A little little different. I've never done a reading, but. I thought that you guys would get some value out of it. So if you guys are looking for a coach, you can you can give me a shout. If you're looking to work with somebody, then uh, let me know. If you're looking to get help in any form, if you, if you need resources, then you can contact my line is 203-917-8862. Again, that is 203-917-8862. But that is all for today, and I will see you guys on the next one.